Welcome to the Jay LaRock Show. I'm your host, Jay LaRock. We are powered by ObsoleteGamer.com and the Mascot Studios Podcast Network. You can find this podcast on iTunes, Himalaya, Spotify, pretty much anywhere on Android and on Apple. Now today we kind of go back into the past because this interview was done a little bit a while ago. Origin PC for many was looked at as the successor to Alienware computers after it was bought out by Dell. Now we're not going to go into the back and forth about that because full disclosure, I worked for both and I like both companies. But today we talked with Hector Penton, who is one of the founders of Origin PC. Now, as I said, this interview was done a little bit back in the day before COVID. So it's a little old, but at the same time, I think it's really great to get kind of the origin story of how Origin PC came about and about Hector Penton's role in Alienware. And that's actually where I started with his role in Alienware. Wow, uh, that's, that's a lot of time, a lot of, uh, a lot of time to say at least. Uh, well, man, uh, with, with Alienware, I was there a little over 10 years. I mean, when I started with Alienware, it was still a very, very small boutique company. I mean, there was less than 10 people, and that was including the two owners. Wow. Um, and uh, and I just, you know, I, I came on board, and, uh, you know, when you're that small, everyone's got to do everything. And uh, it was it was a lot of fun. I mean, it was a lot of fun because there was a lot of passion, and uh, and you know that that you just you know it was just it was just cool. I mean, come on, you know, someone tells you, hey, uh, we're gonna, you're going to get paid for working with gaming computers. I mean, come on, you would think that it was a joke, right? And um, man, and it just you know we we just you know we just went and we just stayed at it, and you know little by little the word got out. Uh, build your reputation and you know before you knew it you know anywhere became you know the, the much larger company that it was and you know and, and I, I went off to to continue to do lots of things in the company from uh, managing our our call centers our our sales department uh, our customer service uh, I mean pretty much I, I wore many hats uh, to say the least and uh, and it was it was I, I you know it was a great time. I, I can't, uh, I can't, uh, I can't say anything bad about it. It was just uh, fun and in uh, uh, good memory. I think there's a lot, a lot of things that uh, people may not quite understand about starting, uh, you know, a new company, and then with Alienware in particular. That, you know, when you start out, it's it's just a group of people who had a, a vision and a dream of something that they wanted to create, and that in the beginning you had to pool all your resources and learn a lot of stuff to to get everything off the ground. It's not like you, you started with a director of everything and everything was in place. A lot of you guys went from one department to another learning everything on the fly. Yeah, no, exactly. Exactly. I mean, that was, uh, that was something that, uh, and, and that's one of the cool experiences I took from it because it was always so dynamic. You, you really, there were times when you were coming to work that you did not know what was going to happen that day and what you were going to be doing. And there was sometimes you, at the end of the day, you're going to be like, wow, I did not think that would <laughs> that I would be doing this or that, uh, you know, we would be doing that. And, and it was just, it was all part of the, the, the Alienware philosophy of just, you know, you know, shooting from the hip, you know, uh, you know, trying to move quickly and, 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 and basically really the main thing, which was address customer needs. And another thing that a lot of people, you know, some, some understand and a lot of people didn't, wasn't completely sure. They didn't realize that these are all true gamers. 
we just got through talking about how we had an interview with Alex Aguilar and how he has been collecting games and playing games for a long time. And I know that, you know, you're a gamer and a lot of the original people that were at Alienware, even people who came in to do simple things like, you know, clean the floors or something simple were well, all gamers. No, no, it was a funny thing because I was in charge of HR for the, for, for a long time, uh, hmm. for two or three years. And part of my interview process was, you know, when someone would come in for, for a silly job, I would, I would ask them, so do you play any video games? And, uh, and it was so funny because uh, some people would say, oh, no, 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 I, I use only a computer for business applications or stuff like that. And they would, unfortunately, they thought that they were, you know, that was the response I wanted to hear, but that was exactly the opposite of what I wanted yep. to hear. They, th- they thought it was a trick question. <laughs> yeah, it was, it was like a trick question. It was like, you know, and then sometimes, well, I'll never forget, some guy answered, yeah, well, you know, I do some solitaire and minesweeper, and I'm thinking, dude. Okay, you're cut. <laughs> yeah, it's like, oh, I'm sorry, you know, it's just, it's not going to work out. You know what I mean? It's just, you know, uh, that sort of stuff. So, yeah, I mean, I think it was very important to try to keep people who understood. The bottom line is, to get people that understood our customers. And if everyone, you know, if everyone, if your customer is mostly a gamer and everyone who works is a, is a gamer, hey, you understand what's going on. Hey, you understand StarCraft Two launched at midnight last night. Right. And you, you'll already know if there's any issues in Battle.net uh, in regards to the influx of gamers. I mean, you know, yeah. stuff like that. So you're, you're on top of it. So when a customer calls and says, oh, you know, because... I want this sort of video card and because I want to play uh, StarCraft 2 using, you know, that's the hot release this week, possibly this month, uh, yeah. possibly the, this quarter. Yes, yes. Uh, <laughs> that's uh, for sure. They, yeah, you're, right. you're going to say, hey, no, listen, you know what? You don't want this video card because we are aware of, you know, we as gamers, right, uh, are aware that, hey, this particular card, this particular driver was having some sort of conflict with StarCraft. Yeah, like and if you, you know want to get on there competitively, you don't want to be dealing with bugs. You want to, yeah, you exactly. Play. I mean, so, so right. So you're, so as a gamer, you're going to have this digital insight. Whereas another company, they're going to say, yeah, you want this video card, no problem. Yeah, you want this because it's expensive. Yeah, you, you want this because, oh, because yeah, this we have it in stock. Okay, we have it in stock, so we'll happily sell it to you. Right. Yeah. You know what I mean? They don't care what uh, you do with it. Exactly. I mean, so I, I always look at it. The reason why people originally went to Alienware was because of the customization, you know, and uh, the, the smaller boutique feel, the unique feel that Alienware was. And that's why with, with Origin, it's basically, you know, the same thing. You know, it's not just the customization. I, you know, customization, the technology, it's very important. But man, it's, it's, uh, it's uh, customer service. And, uh, you know, I don't even like to say customer service because it's such a overabused word. Yeah. I'd say it's almost a customer interaction. When when someone calls in, it's not like, oh yes, hi, I'm TK421. Uh, you know, <laughs> uh, you know, uh, what you know, can someone help me? No, it's going to be like, hey, hi, my my name is, you know, my name is uh, John Smith. My rep was so and so. I had this question, you know, can I please speak with my rep? And you know, and then he's going to talk to someone who remembers, you know, interacting with him. You know, sell, you know, as far as selling the computer, supporting the computer, things like that. Right. You're talking to people who you met when you first uh, placed your purchase and who are with you through the through the ownership of, of that unit. And man, you know, that's 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 a really cool thing. And that, that's what a lot a lot of people 
end of the day, believe it or not. So in, in essence, it's relationship building because you're building a, a repertoire with the person that you're talking to so that they'll actually come back and they'll be like, oh, I remember talking to this guy, and you really have that personal feel. Uh, without a doubt. I mean, hey, as, as we continue to get bigger, look, you know, it's always going to be more of a challenge, right? If, if, if a guy has been, you know, working here two or three years, how many people has he dealt with? I mean, you know, obviously, we're, you know, it's, it's not like he's going to remember everybody's first name. And yeah, I remember you. You called last Thanksgiving. You know that that, that sort of stuff. But it sure beats the heck out of always calling and talking to someone who doesn't know you at all, and literally treats you as you know a number. People yeah, an incident that just. Yeah, yeah, an incident. Yeah, you, you know, and, you know, this is incident one four two, and uh, blah blah blah. All right, sir. Uh, please unplug your computer. All right. <laughs> yeah, uh, I try please, that. It's a plug then. Yeah, yeah, you know, and, and stuff like that. I. You're not gonna. You're not gonna be dealing with that. So with or, Origin PC, then you wanted to bring back that real high-end boutique system. You didn't. You didn't want to have something where you're getting just you know a system for you know two hundred bucks that can barely play Farmville. You wanted to bring back the <laughs> hardcore gaming system that uh, I mean, that people were into. That's a pretty bad system if it can run Farmville. <laughs> yeah. Right. Uh, no, that's that's exactly right. I mean, it, it was it, it was the whole idea of Origin, the whole concept of Origin was, you know, when we were when we were brainstorming was, you know, what what what's the message we're trying trying to convey? And the message is going back to the roots, going back to the beginning, going back to our origin. Exactly. For for our for us as founders of of hey, you know, talk, come and talk to people who know what you what you're what you're talking about. Uh, come and interact with people who know you know, what it's all about and what you're looking for. And, uh, and and get those people to build a dream machine for you. Yeah, like you guys were good um, even before you started working at Alienware, but you built up the expertise of working it, of working like in a business environment. Yeah, and using exactly. that expertise, now you're just saying, okay, let's go back to how we were at the beginning. But now we're like high-level characters, basically. <laughs> well, yeah. I mean, yeah, it's, it's not like, it's not like, this is not our first rodeo. I mean, we, we know what the pitfalls are. We know what the dangers are. We know what we need to try to do to try to, you know, uh, meet the customer um, demand. So, uh, yeah, I mean, you know, that, that that is absolutely correct. I mean, you know, people, you know, the company, yeah, it's a young company. We started last year. Uh, but the, the core, ourselves, the founders, and, and, um, and the people who work here, man, we're very, very familiar with. And I like your approach um, that you have as to, you know, it's not like, oh, uh, let's just call the customer service of this place and who knows who I get. You know, it kind of reminds me of um, back in the VVS era when if you bought like a VVS software, you would call up the place and the actual programmers would actually talk to you and yeah, it would be like, people. I'm glad I bought that right, program right. for $100, but it's actually worth it. Exactly. Yeah, 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 exactly. There, and, and from what we've seen so far in our short time so in, in this um, in this field, there's a big hunger for it and a big demand for it. Yeah, especially uh, the no. trend in the in the world as to like, let's just outsource everything. Exactly. We don't care about you know keeping the customer. Oh, we already sold them something. Oh, well, whatever. That's their problem. It's good to retain those customers. Those customers will be loyal and they'll just. They'll keep your company alive forever, pretty much. And what's cool is a testament to that with Origin that I liked when I was looking over the information is that 
uh, you guys talk about how you have someone standing by you for the life of the system so that it's not like, oh, my warranty right, right. expired and I'm, I'm, I'm out of luck. They're actually there. You have the guys there to help long afterwards. And, and that's awesome. Yeah. No, again, those those are the things that you have to do differently. True. Now, and the systems yourself, you you have the desktops where you're able to even have your cust- custom logo. You're able to have custom paint jobs. Uh, you have killer paint. I mean, that's awesome. Do you have uh, a lot of people that really take advantage of like cool designs for their for their desktop? More, more for the laptop than the desktop. Really? Uh, yeah. Yeah. Believe it or not, a lot of people. Uh, a lot of a lot more people for laptops than desktops want custom paint jobs, and we we do everything from I mean you know uh, we we've done uh, characters, we've done uh, JPEG images that people have sent us, uh, you know just we've done all sorts of things. Of course, we we sell a lot of base colors, you know metallic colors and stuff like that. That's always very very popular. People love the idea of uh, of coming and saying, man, look, I, I want this Half Life logo with. Uh, uh, with, with this, the Half-Life 2, and, you know, like that. And so uh, another customer, a military customer, a guy who's military, hey, no, I want uh, the digital camo scheme, and I want this patch because this is my unit and this and that. And Oh, nice. And, and, we're, and we're doing that, that work for him. So, yeah, you know, we're, we're, we're doing a, we, we do all sorts of custom work. I mean, uh, I think uh, we've, we've done a good number of images on our gallery on, on our Origin PC Facebook. Oh, okay. uh, and yeah. I, yeah, and I think you know you could see a lot of images there, uh, where where uh, of just custom work that we've done for people. Oh, excellent! Now, when we were uh, over at E3, we got to see you guys over at the the G4 booth, and that was pretty awesome. I was able to to speak with Kevin. You guys were displaying the Eon 15 3D gaming mm-hmm. laptop, and I was looking at games like um, Arkham Asylum on on 3D, and it looked pretty awesome. Uh, in your opinion, what is your your view on 3D gaming? Do you like it? Do you think it's going to be a fad with the glasses? You think it'll have staying power? Um, man, that's that's a really good question. Honestly, I'm not sure. I think for, for me personally, the jury is still out right. in regards to whether this is something to stay or is it something that's just you know just be like a little niche that'll stay there uh, or or continue. I, I'm not really sure. Uh, personally, I always I. You know, the whole concept of it was, to me, was came across as like, eh, this is a gimmick, it's a fad. Right. Until I actually experienced it with uh, with our, our 3D notebook. And I was actually surprised at how good it really did look. I mean, the 3D was actually very good, and it really, it really worked very well. I mean, surprisingly so. Now, that being said, hey, there's some people who are, who are not going to like putting on the glasses and keeping on the glasses four hours. Right. And that, that's understandable. I mean, that, that, that's fine. Uh, you know, so everyone's a, a little bit different in, in that regard. Well, that's but, true. Uh, but uh, personally, myself, I think it's for the 3D shooters, I think it's uh, first-person shooters, I think it's really good. Uh, and I think, I don't think, unless there's a big programming hurdle, I don't see it going away anytime soon. I've seen it also implemented in like a... Some racing games have it already. Yeah, there there's some pretty mm-hmm. good looking racing games that that utilize it. So I, I and maybe it could be one of those things where on, you know, some games it's really popular, but then if someone if someone just like oh we're gonna make this you know throwaway game in 3D because we can and it's good people are gonna be like I don't I don't care. I think it's the same with thing with right. movies. There's some movies or TV shows that you're like, okay, it's in 3D, but I, I don't care. 
but then maybe something like an avatar. All right, now this is what I want to see in 3D. So it could become one of It'll those. It'll be things. cool if they make like a new Descent game. Yeah. Oh man, could you imagine the <laughs> 3D uh -oh. Descent? Oh, what game? Oh, oh. <laughs> that'll just be right? called epilepsy. The game. Yes, you just. Yeah. You'd have to have It'll a doctor standing by. <laughs> epilepsy, the attack. <laughs> exactly. All right, so we're we're talking we're talking about future gaming, but what about classic gaming? What is your gaming past like? Uh, did you play a lot of games growing up, or did you come into it like later? I've always been into the whole video gaming concept. I've always been into games, so did not date myself too badly. I was I was playing the Atari, you know, the original, you know, granddaddy of all consoles. Um, that was probably my first, uh, you know, one of my first gaming experiences. But, uh, you know, the Commodore 64, right. and I played, True. you know, all those classic games, the Gold Box editions of the, the role-playing games, you know, from SSI. So uh, mm -hmm. that, the, the Amiga. Oh, the AD&D the, the ones they used to make? Yeah, like remember, of Radiance uh, and stuff. Full of Radiance, Curse of the Ozero Bonds. Oh, uh, wow. <laughs> you know, stuff like that. I mean, I was playing that. Uh, before some uh, before some people were even born, um, actually, I think everybody was at least one or two years old by then. But anyway, um, yeah. <laughs> I used uh, to play those uh, when when I didn't even know English that well back then. <laughs> yeah, right. Uh, so uh, so my gaming goes all the way back there. I mean, so it was almost it's been like a natural progression, you know, from from uh, Commodore sixty four, Amiga, three eighty six, forty six, five eighty six, Pentiums. And, you know, just going along those lines there, you know, and classic games of uh, Doom, Doom 2, Definitely. Red Baron, uh, Alone and in the Dark. Nice. Um, I mean, those, those, you know, those, those are the ones that grab me, obviously, Wing Commander, the, you know, the old ones and stuff like that. Uh, and uh, so, you know, it's been a lot of, uh, been, you know, for me, it's, it's just been part of, just part of my life in that regard. So it's. Video gaming has always been part of that for me. Now, Very good. We, we know that you're extremely busy with Origin and everything that's going on there, but uh, do you still play a lot of games today? And if so, what are you currently playing? Well, I'm desperately trying to finish this interview so I could go home and play StarCraft Two. <laughs> yes. Uh, <laughs> One more question. So, uh, uh, that, 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 uh, that aside, before StarCraft Two, uh, I think I was uh, pretty much playing, uh, you know, what, I mean, I don't want to say what normal people are playing, but I guess... Uh, uh, Farmville? Yeah, Farmville, right? No, not really. Uh, <laughs> I, I mean, screen. you know, Bioshock 2, Left 4 Dead, Left 4 Dead 2, Aliens vs. Predator. I was playing that a lot. Uh, I've always liked that genre. Uh, Mass Effect 2, Modern Warfare 2, obviously, for the shooting, Total War, Napoleon, uh -huh. Dragon Age Origins. So, yeah, I'm, uh, I'm still finding uh, time to, to play. That's awesome. A uh, true gamer. Well, Ag yeah. Ignacio, though, you have to give him the, the question that you ask everybody. The first question is, if you're going to go to hell, which game would you bring along? Only one game. And you mean like it has to be a good game, you mean? Or in hell, you're forced to play the worst something game? Something that you can play for eternity because that's where you're going to stay. And the other question is, what's your favorite game? Maybe, maybe, because maybe. I wouldn't want to play my favorite game forever to make me hate that game. Ah, you know, that's true. <laughs> I watch too much. Okay, so, uh, so if I'm in hell or on a deserted island that has power and internet. Uh, <laughs> Only. Yeah. And you're always what? hungry. 
but you can't. You're always hungry. (laughs) What game would I take? I I would have. I would probably have to say it have to be one of the Civilization games. Nice. Oh, (laughs) that that made Ignacio like me. (laughs) Yeah, I mean, you know, if you need a time, I mean, outside of MMO, MMO, right? Because if you really, really want to time things, then you just get an MMO, right? You know, it's a a cult. But we're assuming that you've got no no other human interaction, so you're not going to be in an MMO, so it's got to be a single-player game. So yeah. I would have to say the Civilization series. Very good. I, I think I think you could play that for a, a long, long time, which, by the way, number five will be out in a couple months, so I'm looking forward to that. Yeah, Ignacio's looking forward to that. Maybe if you're mm-hmm. on that des- deserted island, you could start your own Civilization real-life game. Yeah, with yeah. ants. <laughs> yeah, with ants. Oh, wait, Sam ants. Never mind. That's a different but, game. But you, but you know something funny? If I was going to hell and I had to play a game that I hated. Which one? To take a game to hell that you would hate. That. Hmm. Well, I mean, no. I mean, if you're in hell and the, and the devil makes you have to play a game that you hate. I mean, the one that you hate the most? Yeah. yeah. Well, what would that be? Farmville? Um, <laughs> no, nah, that's not that bad. Hello Kitty know, Online? You, no, that's no, awesome. You know, no, you know, actually, which was a game that I never liked. I'm not. I'm not going to use the word hate because there's a lot of fans for it. But the whole sim, oh. uh, the Sims. Oh, the ones. Oh, oh. Okay, where you control your your actual sim character and you watch him like go to the bathroom and catch on fire. Yeah. You mean drown yeah, yeah. in the pool? Yeah. <laughs> the, the the Sims. I could never connect with that game. The and, old... and I and, and I bought and I and I got several copies of in some of the expansions and every time I tried it, it was like. Uh, I don't. I, I want to go out and play real life. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I was like, wow, I gotta get this guy ready to go to work. I, don't I have to do that myself? I mean, you know, I, I don't have to play a game for that. The only so, good thing about that was to use the nude code and then lock your sim inside the house with no food. So then you just watch him die. It was like really cool. Uh, I heard about that, but you know, um, <laughs> I don't know. I just, uh, it just didn't go that route. I'm a little sick, so I mean, that's different. No, that's understood. <laughs> the only thing that I liked about The Sims is that it, rem- it reminded me of Little Computer People from the Commodore 64. But Little Computer People was much better because you could cook your dog in the oven. Oh, nice. And now everyone's copying that. But <laughs> <laughs> thank you very much, Hector, for coming on the Obsolete Gaming Show. It was great talking with you. Likewise, thank you, and off StarCraft 2. Yes, sir. Now, as I said, I worked at both Alienware and Origin PC, and I enjoyed my time at both. Like any company, there's always ups and downs, things you don't like, but I can definitely say that many of the people there, especially the original people who ended up running the company and staying there for a long time, really were into gaming. Obviously, you're going to always have to deal with the business side of things, and there's going to be things that people don't like. But when you work with people who really appreciate games and gamers, It's totally different than working in your regular corporate environment. So I really love interviewing people who love what they do, and that is part of what this podcast is all about. Also, if you guys have anyone out there that you think would be a good topic or interviewee on this show, hit us up on Twitter. My handle is at J-A-L-A-R-A-Q-U-E. Until next time, thanks for listening.